0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. Welcome back in on a Monday. It's the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. It is great to be with you and going to go ahead and get this out of the way right now. Please forgive me in case there's uh, any additional noise uh thunderstorm going on right outside of my window here at the home office. And uh don't exactly have the best soundproofing in the home office. I've got a little bit like right in front of the microphone here where I'm working at my desk. But behind me, uh, there's a big window. And that big window is not protected by anything. So uh thunderstorm going on outside. So forgive me if uh, you hear any kind of additional noise or, or anything like that. But uh, it is good to be with you in, in spite of what's going on. Uh, all around us. Um, I I do appreciate you guys tuning in still. The absence of sports has caused me to become a little stir crazy and then uh, replace the sports news with everything else uh, that has been in the news over the last few days. And um, You're listening to a very exhausted uh, radio host and podcaster, that's for sure. Um, I don't know about you, I'm so sick of this. It's exhausting. And it's hard in the position that, that we're in, uh, being sports people, uh, having to to speak on and talk about political procedures and positions and things like that. It's just not something that I signed up for. It's not what I want to do. I, I've been offered a handful of times or, or asked a handful of times over the years about getting into political radio. And my answer always has right away been just, you know, hell no, I, there are. There's no chance at all uh, you could get me to do to do politics. I have no interest in it. Um, it's just not something I, I want to do. I think it's too divisive. I'd rather talk about happy things like sports and give opinions about sports because that's far more enjoyable to me. But now lately, there's just been no uh, no way that that I can avoid the, the political road. Politics has injected itself into sports, and sports has injected itself into politics, and there's no way around it. So I do want to get back to sports stuff eventually. I just, since uh, Friday, Friday morning when I recorded, another thing happened. So I want to refer you back to Friday's podcast uh, for at least part of what we're talking about here when it comes to Greg Sankey and the SEC's decision to take championships away from the state of Mississippi. There is a growing, uh, basically a growing understanding uh, around where uh, it feels like they're not done, that this was a warning shot, uh, that the SEC is extending almost a courtesy uh, to John Cohen and Keith Carter and Ole Miss and Mississippi State because there's no possible way And this. Like I said on the the Sunday radio show yesterday, this is not an opinion. This has some informational backing. They're not done. And the SEC will not stop at taking championships away from Ole Miss and Mississippi State if that's what it comes down to. Um, in case you didn't listen, I encourage you to go back and listen to Friday's show with, with my thoughts on, on Greg Sankey in particular and the wildly hypocritical nature of of punishing Mississippi for its state flag while continue to hold uh, your biggest championship event in a state in which flies the original stars and bars uh, over their uh, state capital. So it, it's not whataboutism. It is not, oh, well, Mississippi... Shouldn't change if Georgia doesn't have to change. That's not what I'm what I'm doing here. What I'm saying here, but uh, the the selective enforcement, the finger pointing at Mississippi when Mississippi's not the only guilty party here when it comes to Confederate imagery in its state flag, is wildly hypocritical. And you can you can claim if you're the SEC office that you're doing this from a position of morality and nobility, that oh you you just want to see positive change well if you're going to do that you have to do it to everybody or else you look like a hypocrite so if you want to hear extended thoughts on that front i refer you back to friday's podcast but since i stopped recording on friday you did get the bombshell from the ncaa that said that all postseason events have been taken away from mississippi so previously, over the last few years, uh, there, the NCAA has not allowed any predetermined championship event in the state. Uh, that means no NCAA tournament games, for example, uh, could not be played here. Things like that. No bowl games. Even though we don't have a, a venue that is not on a campus that can actually hold a bowl game, uh, th- those were not allowed to happen here. They expanded that ruling. They expanded that ruling to affect every championship event. That means merit-based championship events, as you guys probably already know, have been now taken away from the state of Mississippi. That means no baseball regionals. It means no super regionals. That means, from the Mississippi State side of things, their women's basketball team can no longer host NCAA tournament early round games. It has all been taken away from the state of Mississippi. And... What I hate the most about this is not even, the again, the, the NCAA's policy says that Mississippi is the only violator of their Confederate imagery policy when it comes to state flags and championship events. Um, again, if you listen Friday, you know my thoughts on that, and I kind of laid them out here at least a little bit. Mississippi's not the only guilty party here it's just more convenient to punish Mississippi because Atlanta doesn't exist here it's very convenient that the final four was going to be in Atlanta this year and somehow their Confederate flag policy only applies to the state of Mississippi it's extremely convenient that it works out that way however that's not even the worst part about this the worst part about this is they are punishing the kids they are punishing the schools, even, that have nothing to do with it. If it were up to Ole Miss, if it were up to Glenn Boyce, if it were up to the faculty and staff, if it were up to the student body, if it were up to Mike Bianco and Carl Lafferty and, uh, and his entire baseball team and Keith Carter, the athletic director, every stakeholder involved in the University of Mississippi and its athletic department does not want that to be its state flag. None of them do. In fact, they don't want it so bad that they chose a public university, although a very small percentage of their budget actually comes from public money, it's still considered a public university, has chosen and decided not to fly its own state flag, even though they collect state funds. They have gone that far to make it a point to show everybody that is not what they want. And when the NCAA does things like this, you are punishing those who not only have nothing to do with it, who can't do anything about it, they agree with you. Forgive me for, it's just, I'm so passionate about this because it's garbage. The NCAA coming in and punishing the Ole Miss baseball team, in this case in particular. Punishing Ole Miss and Mississippi State and and Southern Miss and Delta State can't host playoff games anymore. Can't do it. For something that is completely out of their control. Got to be careful here. I mean, I guess I could edit the certain things that I say out if they're too bad, but it is not done in good faith. An organization that claims they care about student athletes now are punishing student athletes for something that is completely and utterly out of their control. It's punishing them for wanting the same thing that they do. That's not justice. This isn't fair. This isn't right. It's not noble. But it's very on brand for that organization. I mean, that's what they do, right? Years go by before they punish a school. And so Ole Miss served a bowl ban a year ago. And although they didn't qualify for a bowl game, um, it wouldn't have mattered. And every single player on that field and every coach had nothing to do with the reason why. It's on brand for them. It's what they do. It's what happens. It's something that, for some reason, people have allowed to happen for so long. And now, nobody's going to stand up against this because it involves the Confederate flag. Something that, I've expressed my opinion on all of the platforms that I have, I think needs to be changed. But that's the same position that every stakeholder at Ole Miss is, is also shared. Uh, but that's why nobody's going to raise their hand and say, this isn't right. Because it it directly involves that. But this isn't right. This isn't justice. This isn't noble. This is punishing people who want it changed. It's wrong. I want to see that flag changed. And apparently there's been some momentum recently. I talked to somebody this morning that said, Hey, you know, there's some quiet optimism of, of a potential removal. Not a change, but just a removal, which would be a very, very, very good step number one in the process. Would be a full-on removal. And then they deal with like the replacement later. I'd be okay with that. And it, there might be some momentum in that favor. That'd be great, but th- this isn't right. This isn't justice. This isn't fair. This is punishing people that can't do anything about it. There's nothing Mike Bianco can do. There's nothing his players can do about this. You're punishing the wrong people for something that they can't control. It's frustrating. I can't stand it. I feel bad. I, I, I feel so bad for all of the athletic departments in the state. Because unless this flag does get taken down this week, apparently they're going to end the session Friday. And it's a long way. A lot of things have to happen in one direction in order to get that flag taken down. If that does not happen this week, and again, it might. There's some talk anyway. If that does not happen, this will affect Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, and so on for a long time. This will directly affect recruiting. I mean, one of... One of Ole Miss and Mississippi State especially, his biggest selling points is, hey, when you host a regional, look at this atmosphere. This is why you want to come here. Because we'll put 12,000 people in this stadium that we built for this very event. Not many other places in the country can say they built these kind of stadiums. Look at what we've got. It's a recruiting advantage that will now be taken away. And it's not just Baseball. It's regular students as well. This will affect everything. And this is punishing people that, yes, while well, Ole Miss and Ole Miss Athletics does have some kind of influence in policymaking, um, punishing these kids in these athletic programs for something that they advocate for, for advocating the same thing that, that you advocate for is, is just dead wrong. It's just dead wrong. But there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, there's nothing that anybody can do about it. I mean, I know that um, Ole Miss is trying. I know Keith Carter's trying. I know Mark Keenum and Mississippi State, they're trying to, to be a voice and to let the legislatures know of, of what's going to happen and what already is happening if a change doesn't doesn't get made but this is where the conversation has now shifted it's it's gone away from do you agree or not with the removal of the current state flag and, and i'm not going i said this yesterday on the the Sunday radio show i i'm just not going to argue that point with anybody anymore i i'm i'm done with it because at this point i don't know if Uh, you can change somebody's mind uh, on whether or not they think it should be changed. At this point, I I don't know if just because, hey, it's got a symbol that a lot of people view as one of hatred, if if that can't convince anybody, I don't think you ever will be able to. Um, So I'm not going to go down that road. I am going to say this, the, the choice is not, whether or not to change the flag anymore. That's not the conversation. The conversation is whether or not it's worth it to keep the flag, whether or not it's worth it to change it. That's the conversation now, regardless of how you feel about it. And I had a few people text into the show yesterday that called it extortion and we shouldn't give in to extortion. And if, if that's your position, then, then so be it. But, uh, Like I said before, this isn't stopping anybody. And there's nothing you can do about it. So you either decide that not giving in to extortion, if that's what you want to call it, and keeping that flag is worth the economic fallout that will come with it is worth not having Oxford and Starkville and Hattiesburg hosting baseball regionals, not worth having delta state hosting playoff games it's not worth the city of biloxi hosting the conference usa championship anymore it's not worth having potentially down the road old waverly hosting an sec golf championship it's not worth having putting in bids for ncaa tournament games if you're old miss you built a brand new basketball arena it be kind of cool to host an NCAA tournament game in Oxford, wouldn't it? I think so. They've played it in far worse cities and far worse arenas. I promise you that. If you think it's worth the worst case scenario, Ole Miss and Mississippi State being told to find a different conference home. Now, that's not here yet, but there are people that think that's possible. There are people that think that what Greg Sankey did on Thursday of last week was a warning shot that that was coming, or that could be coming. That's where the conversation has changed. Do you think it's worth it? And if the answer is yes, it's worth keeping the flag to not give in to extortion or whatever. If you think it's worth it, then you also have to be accepting of what comes next. And that is irreparable damage to your state universities. That is irreparable damage to your college towns who are entirely dependent on the success of the university and its athletic departments. That's the choice that has to be made. That's the discussion now. Is, is it worth it? Are you okay losing all of this to keep that flag up? My answer is no. My answer will always be no. But it's up for the legislatures to decide that. They could get this done. If you get a handful of them, and like I said on Friday's show, you do have a handful of guys... In legislatures, lawmakers who have, men and women, who have changed their stance recently or have come out in favor of change that maybe you wouldn't have expected. Or uh, if times were different, maybe that doesn't happen. So there's possible, there's a possibility that, you know, maybe they do have the votes and they do get this done. But if they don't, they have to understand what they just did. I don't know if everybody fully uh, fully understands what's coming next. And believe me, I am just as tired of talking about this as you are. I really am. I, I want to get back to sports. I-, I want sports to come back. Uh, I-, I want to be able to break down uh, depth charts and position battles, and I, I will do that. I <laughs> I know that's coming. I'm looking forward to doing that, to tell you the truth. I think this Ole Miss team this fall, you know, got to be that guy. If there even is a fall. um, Has a a chance to not surprise some people with, like, nine wins, but they they do have a chance to be competitive. I mean, that Ole Miss team was competitive to a degree last year, and they were incompetently run, and they had – a quarterback battle that was handed, handled just so terribly. I, I think they have offensive weapons to score a bunch of points on people, and maybe there's enough experience on defense to be serviceable, and, and they might they might be okay. Better than okay. I mean, they could be competitive. I think that's possible, and, and so I'm looking forward to getting back to that conversation. I, I really am, but I think now, i have a feeling a lot of you would agree with this i think that this is too serious to ignore i would like to ignore it june stop sorry uh, i would like to ignore it i really would um i wish that i could sit here today and spend 30 minutes on the pga tour this past weekend in harbortown a place that's near and dear to, to me personally it field was great they had to finish at like eight forty five last night I mean it was it was good I would prefer that to, to be the center of my focus I just I don't think that would be appropriate considering the NCAA has decided to take it upon themselves to punish student-athletes when they're supposed to be the organization that fights for student-athletes they punish student-athletes uh, for something that is completely out of their control. They're punishing an athletic department for something that is completely out of their control. And if a state flag doesn't get changed, even though, yes, it does have Confederate imagery, does have the Confederate flag in it, and I do believe it needs to be changed. Mississippi is not the only one. So if you're going to enforce this, do it in Atlanta, where, oh, by the way, you were going to host a Final Four this past year. Makes Makes you wonder, doesn't it? It's They are either ignorant to what Georgia's flag is, where Alabama and Florida's flags came from also, for example. Uh, they're either ignorant to that, which is bad, or they are being selective, which is worse. But none of it's good. I think this is too important to not cover. And, and I think on Wednesday... I'm going to talk about sports because I do have a pretty well thought out argument about Ole Miss playing Southern Miss. And it really bothers people around here. I mean, we bring it up on the radio sometimes and (laughs) um, people get, people get bothered by Ole Miss not playing Southern Miss. And I don't, I just simply don't think there's a reason. There's no good enough reason to play the game that anybody's presented to me so far. I'm looking forward to talking about that because scheduling now moving forward is going to be a lot more interesting because now, like that South Alabama game that old Miss scheduled is one that they are doing uh, with cost in mind. So the cheaper the game's moving forward, the better. And that means sometimes you're going to have to play road games at group of five teams. I mean, I think they've got a road game at Tulane on the future schedules, which I think that's a great idea as well. But you don't gain anything from playing Southern Miss... Because you already have a footprint in Mississippi. And I think the, the whole concept of keeping the money in-state only applies to a team that's not at your competition level. And, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. As the SEC writes a check to Ole Miss every year that is bigger than Southern Miss's entire athletic budget. So they're not exactly on the same playing field, but technically they are. Uh, you keep the money in-state by playing the HBCUs. That's where you need to keep the money in-state. There's no benefit for playing Southern Miss other than to make like a handful of Southern Miss fans and Mississippi State fans for some reason uh, happy. There's no reason for that. Keith Carter is doing the right thing. You play South Alabama, you play Tulane, you play Louisiana Lafayette, you play Troy, Georgia Southern, I mean Memphis if you're really feeling frisky, uh, Arkansas State, th- those are who you play. That- that's what you do. You don't play Southern Miss, but... I'd love to get back to that on Wednesday. The absence of sports has really heightened um, the crazy in some cases, uh, like the columnist that that is going after the Texas Rangers for their name. That, that's one step too far. We, that that's that is not uh, advocating for change in the right way or with the right motivation behind it. That that's just. People ask all the time. You know, when does it stop? Where does it end? You got to draw the line somewhere. Well, that—that, that, my friends—is—is is where you you draw the line. Right, right around there is uh, is where you draw the line. So I'm looking forward to getting back to it. I'm ready for this to be over. It would be over, and it would have been over a long time ago if uh, certain people in leadership positions would. Um, not worry about getting reelected and just do the right thing. Because there are people that know what the right thing is and they are scared to vote in favor of that right thing because they want to get reelected and that is not leadership. Uh, that, is, that is weakness. But enough of that. I'm done with this. I'm going to wrap up here. Uh, I am I'm very, very, very tired of this. And, and I know you are too. So hopefully people in alleged leadership positions will will do the right thing and move uh, the state forward so we can get past stuff like this and focus on more important things like depth charts and quarterback battles and stuff like that. (laughs) Really looking forward to actually getting back to sports. I'm going to do that Wednesday. I, I will make you a promise right now. If you've listened this far for the last two podcasts, one, I really appreciate you and thank you for hanging on. I know this has been a really weird time. And uh, it's only gotten weirder and and crazier, and, and hanging on and listening to me babble about it for uh, for about an hour uh, the last few days um, is something that I really appreciate. I really do. And uh, I had a, a couple of of you send me a direct message on Twitter, and, and I I really appreciate that. It, it means the world. Uh, um, when somebody tells you you're doing a good job, it, it just man. Um, Anyway, I appreciate uh, you guys reaching out. It, it it means the world to me in these weird times without sports and being a, a sports broadcaster. It's felt um, felt like a, an impossible battle that I that I wasn't winning. So having you guys reach out, that was really cool uh, for for the couple of you that did. And uh, the numbers on the podcast are still good, so so you guys are still listening. And I cannot thank you enough. It, it means the world to me to know that you guys are uh, are listening. So. I will make you a promise uh, because you've been so good to me in the early going of uh, the new look of this podcast that I will talk only sports. That's it. Sports only. I will not use the word flag one time or legislature or governor or representatives or NCAA or SEC in terms of like decision making. Like, I may talk about the league, but like, Greg Sankey won't be mentioned. I will not use the words flag, change, legislature, governor, Sankey, NCAA, on the podcast on Wednesday. I will make you a promise. I will not do that then. So thank you again for hanging on. I appreciate you guys more than you know. And uh, enjoy your your rainy day. I heard a few big bouts of thunder, and somehow, some way, uh, the little guy is napping right through it, which is a big accomplishment for me. So... Uh, Anyway, have a good uh, rest of your couple of rainy days, and I will talk to you again for sports only on Wednesday. Have a great week, everybody. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.